What's up, everybody? Danny coming back with you. Another episode of What's Up World. Uh, today, we've got a couple ladies in the studio that uh, I've never met before in my life, but I'm pretty fond of them already. Uh, <laughs> uh, we've got Chelsea McDonald from the Ronald McDonald Charities of the Bluegrass and Hannah Garnett. How y'all doing, ladies? Great. Doing awesome. Thank you. No relation to Ronald. <laughs> <laughs> no nepotism here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we also got my beautiful wife, Patsy, in the studio because this is a, a pretty meaningful podcast for me, and I'm already starting to get cracked up in my voice and stuff i'll probably cry just so you know uh anytime i talk about my boys and what they went through i usually tear up pretty good so uh but we really appreciate y'all being on the podcast and coming all the way from lexington that's that's you know that's what an hour and a half hour and 45 minute drive so really appreciate appreciate you taking the time to be here today yeah well thank you for having us it's a beautiful drive too so. thank you we enjoyed it. uh now Chelsea, you're from Lexington, right? And uh, you're obviously uh, involved heavily in the Ronald McDonald House. Let's born and raised in Lexington. Born and raised in Lexington. Uh, how long have you been affiliated with Ronald McDonald House? I'm going on my sixth year at the Ronald McDonald House, and I'm in charge of all the fundraising and then the communications and the marketing for the house. Oh, wow. So it's, wow. I call it a dream job. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Sounds fun. Well, that is a, a very amazing organization i know i've talked about uh you know our boys and mm -hmm. stuff on the podcast before and what they went through they were born at how many weeks patsy they were born at 25 weeks 25 weeks mm -hmm. uh patsy's got some photos there for y'all to look at too it's pretty amazing how small they were uh if you take a flashlight to your hand and shine it that's what they look like mm -hmm. they were glowing red when they were born so uh you know uh, when they were born, I really didn't understand what was going on. Mm -hmm. uh, I would imagine that most parents are in the same kind of mindset. They really don't know what's going on, especially first-time parents yeah. as we were. Uh, didn't know what to expect. Didn't know what was uh, coming at all. So uh, when we were forced to face the fact that they were going to be in the hospital or not, we was also forced with dealing with what in the world are we going to do you know we can't afford right. to take away from our jobs to drive to lexington uk hospital every day and uh patsy who was it that told us about the ronald mcdonald house it was i didn't even really i knew about the ronald mcdonald house but i didn't know just how deep it, it went right the nurse had one of the caseworkers come talk to us yes and right. so it took us <clears throat> i guess it was probably about a week to get in but you know i had a c-section so we were going to be at the hospital i was still in the hospital so but yeah it was one of the caseworkers that was telling us about it and brought us paperwork on it and the number and everything yeah pretty much took care of everything yeah she did she was wonderful i i feel horrible i can't remember her name and it was a common name but we only met her like twice so maybe that's the reason why but she was a sweetheart she was great yeah they're amazing yeah. they do a lot yeah. more than just you know the work that they're trained to do they go right. into it and they can do a lot of connections for, yeah. Yeah. for us and for families how how long has the ronald mcdonald house even been around do you know like so the we're part of a global organization and it actually started in philadelphia okay. uh, in 1974. oh wow, wow so okay. the origin stories of ronald mcdonald house actually started with the NFL, you know that. Really? GYK, no. as the kids say. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, well. so it was Fred Hill. His daughter, what Kim, was diagnosed with leukemia when she was three years old. He was playing for the Philadelphia Eagles at that oh, time. Wow. And so back in the 70s, they didn't really know a lot about pediatric oncology. And so sometimes in the medical community um, back then they if they didn't know a lot about something they kind of put it to the the sides right mm -hmm. so it wasn't the for the forefront of the children's hospital which worked out well because we had an amazing oncologist dr audrey evans and again this is the 70s so there weren't many female oncologists at that right. time either yeah but she was working with this doctor oncologist out of boston and they had started thinking about family-centered care 
and that meaning is there a correlation between a family being close to their child while they're Mm -hmm. receiving treatment and the child and family's health so they started tracking it and the answer was yes wow there is absolutely families Mm -hmm. and the children tend to heal faster when they are kept together yeah um so Kim's uh, Kim went into remission after she had her treatment at Children's Hospital of Philadelphia, and Fred and his wife said, you know, <clears throat> Dr. Evans, is there anything we can do? We are so fortunate. And, and this is what I love about talking with families who've received the services from Ronald McDonald House is that there's this drive to give back, mm-hmm. to yeah. pay it forward. And yes. it's built inside of you Mm. you know when we are the recipients of kindness Mm -hmm. especially during the darkest days of your lives right right? some of them it's tunnel vision a lot of people will describe it's probably why you can't remember her name your brain was just fighting to like their survival of your children yeah Yeah. absolutely and you probably you may never remember that yeah um but that's that's normal you know (laughs) you were going through a lot of well there's so much that you're just bombarded with in a situation like that and for that lady at the hospital to take it upon herself to tell us about the wrong mcdonald house mm-hmm. they i mean they pretty much after she told us about it and we went to maybe human resources or something like that in the hospital they just ran with it mm-hmm. they hooked yeah. us up we didn't have to worry about anything or nothing like that and not only at uh in lexington but uh, Brody had to have uh, a PDA ligation. Mm-hmm. He had a, a, a hole in his heart, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, there is a Ronald McDonald House in Louisville. Yeah, across there for a week. Pretty close oh. to Coceres Children's Hospital. Yeah. And he had to go up there to have that PDA closed. They set that up for us. Yeah. And, yeah, you know, good. it was really hard because we had to leave Branson in UK. Uh, luckily, our family is super close. Uh, we called our mom and dad, or it was mom and dad, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Or maybe just mom or my sister. I can't remember. Like you said, they're bombarded yeah. with stuff. But we set it up with the Ronald McDonald House there in Lexington for them to come keep our room, yeah. you know, so we wouldn't lose our room. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's... Uh, I'm getting it's worked great. up. And I was <laughs> kind of worried about Louisville because, yeah. you know, we went to the hospital before we went to the <clears throat> Ronald McDonald house and we go out in the parking garage and it's sketchy out there. And mm-hmm. I'm thinking, I don't know about what we can do. <laughs> I don't know. Lexington's different. You know, I'm a little more it used is. to Lexington, but then we got to the Ronald McDonald house and it was mm-hmm. homey. And I was like, okay, this is good. This yeah. is good. Cause I was yeah. a little worried because of Louisville, you know, I wasn't familiar with it. It's kind of like a, a the episode of the real world. Yeah. In the parking garage, you had people like standing off in the corners mm-hmm. and it, it really looked kind of, it's sketchy. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, yeah. So I was glad when we got there that everybody was just so welcoming mm-hmm. and it was it was homey and nice. And they just went through a big renovation yeah. a couple of years ago and they added rooms and it is stunningly beautiful. We're really close with the team over in Kentuckyana. Oh, they are yeah. a great awesome. group of people together with their house. We serve every county in Kentucky. So when wow. we think about Ronald McDonald House, even though it is global organization, mm-hmm. three hundred and over 380 houses in uh, across the world. We have two here in like in Kentucky, and mm-hmm. together we serve every county from Kentucky. Mm-hmm. That's wow. amazing. amazing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now they added several rooms to the Lexington one as well, right? Because they were remodeling when we were there. So we're a 21-bedroom house, which we may have been at 17 when you all were there. Mm-hmm. Um, but we, uh, yeah, we've. We're a 21-bedroom house, so we're one of the smaller houses. Mm-hmm. And the problem with that is that we're landlocked. So we have 21 okay. rooms, but we also don't have space for parking. And so right now we sit at, you know, what, I think it was 12 people on our waiting list who'd been on there for over eight days. And that's what we don't want. Right, yeah. right. So that's probably the hardest. One of the hardest things is having to tell families, we don't have space for you. I mean, it goes right. against everything we yeah. are as people and what we want to do, the mission for what we're supposed to do is help to serve more families from Kentucky and beyond. So right. when we can't do that, that's that's the hard part, right? Is oh, yeah. not being able to say, mm-hmm. we have a room for you right. for everyone yeah. who needs us. <laughs> but even though we had to wait a week, we, we were understanding because there's so many families in the NICU. Yeah, there so are. many. Yeah. There are. And I was actually surprised that, 
you know, we got in in the amount of time we did. Mm-hmm. I was really surprised. Yeah. I, uh, uh, did we sleep in the hospital or? Well, you stayed in my room in that little chair, don't you? Oh, that's right. You was still in the mm-hmm. hospital. I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. That was something amazing, too. I got to brag on you here for a minute. I'm probably going to embarrass you. <laughs> make me blush. But she get, had a cesarean section at 24 weeks, did you say? 25. 25 weeks. And, you know, I, I guess from what I remember, they think of it as kind of unheard of for a, for a mother to produce breast milk at that so yeah. early on. And stuff, and they was like, "Well, you just need to try, you know, and pump, and because that, whatever it's colostrum. called, colostrum, mm-hmm. I think they is super, it. super ven- beneficial to babies." And she, I mean, for lack of a better term, she just went off and started pumping, producing <laughs> milk like crazy. It was Had to get this like, going. Yeah, we got babies amazing. to feed. <laughs> and not only that, you know, I don't, I don't know much about uh, the the recovery of a cesarean section, but. Wouldn't you up the next day, mm-hmm. walking yeah. around and and they we actually delivered at Central Baptist, and they brought the NICU team over there because I was afraid that I would deliver in the ambulance on the way to UK. So yeah. and they kept me at Central Baptist for what a day or two before they transferred me to UK. Oh my gosh. And so I think I it was they the kept next... you at Central Baptist mm-hmm. when they was feeding you all that stuff to prevent the birth. They I was at Central Baptist for a week okay. in, in labor, okay. and then I delivered on that Friday. <clears throat> and then, like the next day, I believe it was, they transferred me to UK so that I could be with the boys. But oh, I remember yeah. grabbing That's my right. suitcase and throwing <laughs> it up on the bed, and the the nurse is like, "Honey, you don't need to be doing that." I'm like, "We're going to UK." <laughs> you yeah, go. She was <laughs> ready to be with the No, you don't understand. You still have. You just had a C-section. I'm like, "Oh, okay. major surgery here." <laughs> yeah. yeah, really. But I'm major. going to UK. <laughs> I was so ready to go. It was so funny. I'm sure. I'm sure. It's it's really a amazing the the strength of a woman it really is no man could do that no there's no way oh, you know. and i didn't know that and i'm not saying that because i'm surrounded by women i really do mean that he was a basket case the oh, whole week and that morning they came in and told me they were going to deliver he was pacing the floor and he was driving me insane i mean driving me nuts so i just grabbed yeah. him by the collar and pulled him down i said you're gonna to have to get it together because you're killing me they was threatening to hook me up to ekgs and everything oh. He was he was a man. It's really funny too because I have a very dangerous job and I can handle most like really mm-hmm. bad situations. Yes. Yeah. But when it comes to that, I am <laughs> useless. Yeah. When it comes to me and the boys, he is. Yeah. I still okay. am like that. That's everything for you though. They're yeah. your they're your heart yeah. walking around outside. Yeah. 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 When it comes to, I'm kind of ashamed to say it, but uh, like protecting my family, I'm really good at. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll die for my family. But fixing, like, a bloody nose or something <laughs> like that, I am That's useless. <laughs> That's where I'm coming in. Eternal instinct. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah, that's exactly it what it is. My husband's the same way. He's like, what do we do? And I'm like, oh, yeah. It's a paper cut, man. <laughs> I've got to tell a story on you. When we first bought this house, the kids were in the entryway closet. And it was your niece was in there and our two boys. And one of them got their fingers stuck back where the hinges were. Mm-hmm. And oh. so his mom panicked. She's just like him. And she was in the living room just walking in circles. Mm-hmm. And he was like all over the place. I don't know what you were doing. And I'm like, there was a screwdriver laying there. And I was like, give me the screwdriver. I was going to pop the pin out of the, the hinge. Well, he grabs the door and pulls the whole door off. So we had to replace the door when we bought this house because of he took, which we got the finger out, but the that whole was door a, was. That was the quickest way for me to fix the problem. Just jerked I mean, I'm like, oh my God, that's the whole door. Yeah. Maybe works? that's the oh difference. We've just solved the difference between men and women right there. Yeah, <laughs> we can yeah, put yeah. that in a cartoon. No rational thinking. This one's going to. I've had a couple instances <laughs> with doors since they were born. I ran through oh our bedroom. Uh-huh. They came home on oxygen and heart monitors. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and those heart monitors would make an alarm, a really loud alarm, mm. if their heartbeat. Uh, drop too 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 low and uh we was in the bedroom one night and uh we have you know obviously a door to our bedroom and then at the top of the the previous home we stayed at at the top of these two little stairs we had a metal gate a really sturdy baby metal gate and it was closed and everything and that heart alarm went off and I tore our bedroom door down, oh my God. ran through the metal gate, tore my legs all to pieces, oh get, trying to get to them. 
So, yeah, I mean, the, wow. I'll get to them. I was like, what is going on here? I'm just going to watch the show and see what happens. Yeah, but I don't know. It's something else. It is. It is. But you think about that even being, you know, away from the boys once you're you're still a Baptist and the boys are at UK. Yeah. I mean, this is the reality for so many families is that the level of care that their children need, especially at 25 weeks. Yeah. I mean, UK and Louisville are the only two that have the, yeah. the mm-hmm. medical team that is qualified mm-hmm. to keep those yeah. ch- children alive. I mean, mm-hmm. to be frank, right. Yeah. You know, that that's the, that's what they're trying to do is and make sure that these so boys wonderful. survive mm-hmm. yeah. and that you have to be an hour and a half away from your home. So on top of all of those other things, delivering at 25 weeks, which no mother plans no. to <laughs> deliver at 25 weeks. Right. You know, you think, okay, maybe I've got 38, 40, yeah. but 25 comes. And yeah. I thought I had a long way to go. What do you do? Yeah. 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 Now, did you have like anything ready yet? No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, we was totally unprepared yeah. in every way, wouldn't we? Yeah. Every so often we would uh, come home and spend the night one night and kind Just of work on the nursery and, and wash yeah. our clothes and try to get things ready for them. Yeah. And then we'd go back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And your whole life. And now how long were they in the hospital? 93 days. No, oh 97 days. 97 oh, days. That is a long mm-hmm. time. Something that I love about the Ronald McDonald House is the services outside of the home, like outside of the rooms. Because I was yeah. just thinking about that last night with my husband's work came and served dinner. So I went and served with him. And I think something I was like looking at these families, two families got there last night and just checked in. So then right after they like did their tour, checked in, they got dinner served. And a lot of times, like you were saying with Louisville, they, this is their first time in a big city like this, especially if they're in far Eastern Kentucky, they have no idea how to navigate Lexington to them. Lexington's a huge town, huge city. And so to even think not even the financial burden of finding dinner, but even the navigation of Lexington, like Mm -hmm. where do we even go? I think it's like providing a room is one thing and I love that we do that. But I think something else that people should know about the Ronald McDonald house is it's so much more than that. Like we have bags that like what we're talking about, we have bags, house to home bags after you leave that we provide like food that will just get you through that night or like a baby blanket because yeah. a lot of times you don't have those things and yet. the little teddy exactly bears yeah. I still have those yes. yeah we kept everything <laughs> they from do that. Yeah. yeah and it's like all those needs outside of just a free hotel room because that's uh-huh. not I mean that's the entryway into what we do in the the services that oh we yeah provide. it's a very small portion of yeah. what what the what the house does uh it's it's really amazing because like you said the meals you yeah. you and your husband you say mm-hmm. went and cooked a meal mm-hmm. There's a there's a home cooked meal every yeah, night of the week there. Yeah. That's just another burden off of those families' minds that they don't have to worry about at all. And it's good food. Yeah, yeah. It is. It's really good food. I mean, uh, I remember there would be days when, especially when he went back to work, and you know I'd be at the hospital all day, mm. and I would be there doing beers and hours, and then in between I would like either go pump or you know go Mm -hmm. find something to do there in the hospital just so i could be there when it was visiting hours again and by the end of the day and visiting hours over i was starved there'd be days i didn't even eat you know unless it was like a little something out of a vending machine or something Mm -hmm. so i was really thankful for those meals in the evenings when when i did get back those yeah and then the refrigerators for the families and the little Mm -hmm. uh, pantries for the families their own little personal pantries i was i was thankful for that i really was every aspect of it you're very thankful for you really are in every way that you can be i mean always so helpful and just so informative any question i ever had you know they were there to answer it or help me in any way I needed. Yeah. yeah. Now, is it? I'm, I'm. I believe I know the answer to this question. But the wrong McDonald House is. It's all ran off of uh, uh, donations. Yeah. Donations. Yeah. We yeah. get. So now some of it is we get reimbursed for um, Medicare. So uh-huh. some families that are on mm-hmm. that that we will get reimbursed for that, and it's about less than ten. I mean, it's probably about what three percent of our overall budget yeah. comes from reimbursements for Medicare. Um, and so other than that, it's, you know, the proverbial kindness of strangers. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you have, and that's what I love so much because, you know, I love that I get paid to do this Absolutely. job, yeah. but I yeah. get paid to do, this is my job. Yeah. yeah, We have so many people who are there one, two, sometimes three times a week, volunteering mm-hmm. their time, mm-hmm. yeah. their talent and their dollars, yeah. 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 Their treasure to make it a 
fun little yeah. time talent treasure <laughs> yeah, yeah. there. But they but they do that, and that's just they don't you know necessarily know anybody who stayed there. A lot of people have had some sort of connection, yeah, mm-hmm. to a child who's been sick, and not necessarily in Lexington, but maybe their child or a nephew stayed in Cincinnati or a house in Iowa, and that's what I love mm-hmm. is that it's the I mean. I don't love it. I wish that I could be out of a job. Honestly, as a mother, you think yeah. that my job means that there are yeah. sick children. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. So yeah. if the greatest blessing and yeah. answer prayer could be that there are no more Ronald McDonald houses, <clears throat> then like praise God. But that's not the reality that we right. live in. So then I praise God that there are people yeah. absolutely that come and support those people around <clears throat> them and in this community. Um, to help them when they're going through a hard time. Yeah. Right. And I, I, part of my job is processing the donations. And so I've been able to see like how every dollar like so impacts what we do. And we see a lot of families that will give one, two dollars. Like I'll get a lot of envelopes to just change. And you can just tell like people are just like wanting to give in that yes. way. And so we're really grateful for the people that have those resources that are able to give and fund. And then, you know, to be able to say to families, like it's not, it's not necessary for you to give, but you see that heart posture. Yeah. Like, let us do something. And that's what's so cool about in-kind donations. I try to always, like, steward those well because a lot of times it's just things or volunteer hours that people have this heart and desire to, I see what you're doing and I want it. I want to serve that. I may not have the financial means. I may not have the ability, but we had a family that cooked dinner for us recently. And it was just so sweet of like, we just want to, they were about to have their, they had twins as well that were preemie and they're about to be discharged and they were from India. So they cooked a traditional Indian food dinner for everybody and wanted to serve it to us. And I find those things and I just try to really like take a moment to look at all of those little things that people do to serve us and, and facilitate. Cause yes, it's, awesome when we have big corporations that give big gifts that that do financially help us to do what we do but it's the little things and the volunteers and the drop off of like hey we had extra snacks at our house or we Mm -hmm. have these little baggies will those help and you know all of those like all of our paper towels are donated all of like these little pieces that are in our house that we get to see it's just really beautiful to see everybody come together that's awesome yeah uh, where can people drop off donations monetarily or items and stuff like that directly at the Ronald McDonald yeah. House? All yeah. items are, yeah, at the Ronald McDonald House. Is there like an address? On or, yeah. I know when I, yeah. we first got home, I called and they gave me, I got in touch with the White, what's her first name? Beth White. Beth White. Yeah. And she gave me the information <laughs> to mail in donations. Yeah. 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 And so we're at 1300 Sports Center Drive, Lexington, Kentucky. For anyone who's interested in that, we also do have an Amazon wish list yeah. so that you can shop directly on Amazon, have it sent oh, to okay. the Ronald McDonald House. Yeah. And all of those links are through our social media, accessible through our social media um, at RMHC Lexington. Mm-hmm. So that's what we yeah. are on all our social channels. And so we've tried to figure out a way that we can make it easy because we have so many people who will call and say, I can't get there or, you know, yeah. my family is in um, Perry County and we yeah. want to do something, but it doesn't it's not feasible for us to drive up two and a half hours so mm-hmm. what right. can we do and so that's why we you know not knock Amazon's groundbreaking or anything but we yeah. we've had that for about a year and a half yeah well, that's a good slow. that's, that's yeah. a good idea <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah people want things easily accessible so yeah. that's, that's sm- yeah. very smart yeah, that now does smart. the actual restaurants McDonald's still take donations mm-hmm. from yes. They okay. still have the little yeah. change slides at the yeah, end. Yeah, I knew that. We, and they I round knew. up. So that's oh, a new, yeah, that's a new thing. And we, Chelsea and I, work hard to get them to ask. <laughs> They're supposed to. <laughs> yes, you always okay. are able to. Yeah. They may not just ask you. Okay. <laughs> so next time you're at McDonald's, say, can I round up? I always do it. And they're like, oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But can I round up to RMXC? So they will always have that accessible. Okay. And that goes to the, the most local chapter of any mm-hmm. McDonald's you're at. So, okay. yeah. Okay. Kind of like supersizing your donation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, That's exactly. Right. Exactly. So and we're up. used to it. You think about Speedway does it all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, you know, just to the nearest dollar. The Goodwill mm-hmm. does it. Yeah. yeah. And so it's one, it's that essentially <clears throat> is that you can round it up to the nearest dollar mm-hmm. and then that change goes to support the, in, in Kentucky, it's either us or yeah. the Louisville house. Although some, some county, uh, I guess some Western go to Evansville. Um, yeah. Anyway, so one of the three houses, it goes yeah. to that. Now we're um, really lucky that our McDonald's owner and operators are really involved. So they were the ones who That's helped awesome. start the house in Lexington. So which was almost 40. Yeah. Years ago. We're mm-hmm. celebrating. We'll celebrate our 40th birthday yeah. on December 14th of this year. 
Oh, yeah. wow. I'll turn 40 or something. Turn 40. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we have, you know, in some cases, second generation yeah. McDonald's owner operators who will see us through their next um, 40 years or in some... Even one case, Abby Tammy's a third generation yeah. owner. That's operator. awesome. So I, I think Kentucky has like the best people. Awesome. Mm-hmm. I, I've they worked do. in DC yeah. as a nonprofit professional. I've raised money for nonprofits <laughs> for 15 years now, and I worked in a lot of my career in DC. Even though I was born and raised here, I moved uh, oh, yeah. after college, and then came back mm-hmm. here ultimately and yeah. decided I needed to do something directly for my community. And I think. Bar none, Kentucky is the best. Well, this has got to be, I would imagine, one of the most rewarding jobs anybody can do. Absolutely. Absolutely. I can't even imagine yeah. there being much that can uh, compare to it. You know, and I, I had my own journey for how I got here, which, uh, you know, I felt called to it by the Lord because I, I, when I was pregnant, I had, um, you know, significant complications with my child. And so at 28 weeks we got the news and they said, you know, something's wrong with your baby's brain. And you know, those moments where life stops and you think, okay, so everything like goes forward, Mm -hmm. but you've stopped Mm -hmm. and then everything gets real, real quick. Yes. Like, okay. So everything that I've planned for myself, is not going to happen now. Yeah. So what is plan B? Like, what do we do? And it's <laughs> no so time. scary. It's so scary because you think, okay, well, what is that? What is that going to be like to have a child who may not be neurotypical? Or what mm-hmm. is that going to look like to have a child who may never walk mm-hmm. or who right. may never talk? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's something you just don't think about, especially like you said, as a first time parent, mm-hmm. Yeah. you're not thinking, I'm thinking about yeah. the monogram for his baby outfit to take him right. home yeah, yeah. maternity <laughs> pictures was on my that's mind right, that's right <laughs> that didn't happen yeah we can cancel those i think like oh my gosh the humility yeah, that i gained yeah. from that experience um because you know we went into the whole slew of testing and the his diagnosis is is essentially it's called ventriculomegaly which is a neurological condition but they said he could be a child who never walks or talks or he could you know be a child who has some minor learning differences or like adhd which check adhd dyslexia <laughs> check but yeah. i mean his story was one that there's so much redemption mm. in his story because i thought like okay so why am i going through this right it was mm. so isolating and you mm-hmm. all know that like with a child's illness or when they're born premature mm-hmm. you feel i mean the world has to go on your jobs yeah. go on yeah. bills don't yeah. stop yeah. yeah they just pile up <laughs> yeah. yes yeah, you have two children in the hospital yes. yeah Absolutely. you also you think well how can everyone still go on as normal around me when my life has <laughs> has really like paused been yeah. put on pause yeah. and so then yeah. you think okay so maybe i better get to to doing something in the world to help people who are going through this. You know, that's what I took away from that. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, so there's no purpose in that pain or in that journey to just be left there and not have some sort of ending. Like that was a sign for me to, that I needed to be doing something for families that have sick kids because children are so resilient and they are like, I love it. I love watching a child. We, we were just recently and I thank you because I was supposed to be on, but we had a recent stay at the Kentucky children's hospital with our daughter Mm -hmm. and watching the kids there, you know, they're, they're happy. They just want something to watch on TV and Mm -hmm. you see it in me and my husband's face there, the worry and the anxiety. And you could see it in those families who'd been there far longer than we had. They just the weight of the reality yeah. of their child's prognosis yeah. or their diagnosis or even that it may be, you know, an end of life scenario. Like yeah. that is just a burden mm-hmm. on those families' faces that you can feel. Yes. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. I thought, like, I need to, we need to help the families. And that's why this mission is so beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Because everyone wants to help kids, but like, yeah. what about the family? Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. They need yeah. help, yeah. They need help yeah. too. So I love the, the Ronald McDonald house. There mission. was, yeah. I, I remember several instances where we would be walking down the hallway going to or from the, uh, the, the nursery, is it called the nursery where they kept the, yeah. the boys and, uh, a, a code would go off yeah. and then you'd yeah. find out a few minutes later that a, a <laughs> child had coded yes. or passed away, you know, and, and uh, always, oh, it just you, always you, broke my heart. Yeah. You automatically start thinking about your children. Yeah, you do. You do. <clears throat> and the night that um, it was Brody, wasn't it? 
I got to hold him, and uh, his tube, yeah, his breathing yeah. tube got, I don't that, know what He happened. excavated he, himself. Yeah, he did, wow. and it got pulled out, and I thought, something's not right. So I told the nurse, I said, something's not right. Mm-hmm. And she looked at it, and she's like, it looks fine, you know, it looks fine. And so the longer I held him, and I just got something's not right. Mm. And then they well, called the code. For, monitor kept going down. Yeah, too. they called the code for our child, and there I was holding him. And I just, I went cold. I went numb. I just, I, yeah. I, I didn't even know what I was doing. It was like the world was spinning. I thought I was going to pass out because I'd always panicked every time. You know, the code they called the code for another yes. kid, yeah. and, and there I was. I was, that was a bad day. That was, which, you know, he's, he was fine, mm-hmm. but still it was, yeah. it was hard. And, and it's like, they call it the Nikki roller coaster. Yes. yes. And that is the perfect description for yeah. Nikki. Up and down, up and down. Yeah. Up and down. Every day. Because you, you have really good days and then you have really bad days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you have days where you kind of plateau and you think, well, they're not making any progress. Mm-hmm. And then one day they'll spike up and, oh, yeah. he's ready to go on the bubble machine, I think it was called or something. And then they'll put him on that and then take him off mm-hmm. or take you him or her off of it because they're not ready. And there's just, there's, there's moments of progress and there's moments of regress. Yeah. And yeah. it's just up and down and all the way around, just like a roller coaster. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It's so what, the point I'm trying to make <laughs> is that dealing with all of that mm-hmm. and not having to worry about where you're going to lay your head where you're going to pick up a fork and a good meal Mm -hmm. it's unbelievable it It really is and uh we was there in 2013 for 97 days right Mm -hmm. and uh uh we got out took our boys home and uh we've made several donations to the ronald mcdonald house and we plan to in the future Mm -hmm. but i always I had it on me. You can already talk. Right. Try it out. It's fine. <laughs> You're fine. <laughs> to try and give back in some way other than mm. a donation or something. Yeah. yeah. So I, I had the, the the idea of having somebody on here. Mm. Right. I can't talk. <laughs> Give me a minute, folks. All right, get it together. I've had the idea of having somebody uh, from the Ron McDonald House on this from Jump Street since I started it in September. So the fact that you all accepted the invitation means mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah, we're honored. And you know, you said something earlier uh, about didn't know about the Ron McDonald House, and I think. Gosh, it really is something that if I had a wish beyond like that we didn't exist, if yeah. I could, I'm gonna get in so much trouble. My boss gonna be like, "You wish you were a job. I wish I didn't have a job." Uh, <laughs> great, I love you. <laughs> um, but I wish that we would be able to tell everybody because yeah. it just it yeah. feels like yeah. such a dark time, like, and mm. that like nothing's going your way. Mm. It's so easy to just feel like it's piling on and then there's this glimmer of hope there's this one person who comes out and tells you like no there's a place that was built just for you like it's like a weight has been lifted that's amazing yeah that's what you think like there is the goodness in humanity Mm -hmm. right like look around sometimes hannah and i I always joke about when I give tours and I look around in the like snack closet or upstairs (laughs) in the linen closet I'm like look around like this is the goodness yeah. of humanity. Yeah. This is yeah. the kindness of yeah. people. Yes. You know, in, yeah. in a place and more than financial help or even, you know, meals. We had one dad who said, you know, I'm crying over Pop-Tarts here <laughs> because he was just so grateful for Pop-Tarts. But it's it's security in a, in a time yeah. that feels like you know that you can go home mm-hmm. and that at 2 a.m. because you may not mm-hmm. sleep a lot, that you yeah. can go and there's going to be another family yeah. probably down in the kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. And I love, I'd love for you all to chat a little bit about that too because you all made friends yes, while you did. stayed there yes, that you were still in touch with. Yes, we did. Ricky Lunsford and his wife, they had a, a, their little girl was in the NICU the same time we did. And uh, I told on the, on the uh, podcast web, uh, Facebook page, I announced that you, you all was coming and stuff like that. And he was, I mean, several dozen people was super excited to hear this. 
Uh, but he was specifically excited to hear it because he was there. They was there at the same time we was mm-hmm. with their little girl. Yeah, and Amanda. Yeah, they Amanda. Were yeah, they were there. And, and, uh, and Andrea uh, Spot. I think her last name's Spivey. I think they're from Pike. I think they're from Pikeville. Okay. Her and her husband were there. So yeah, we 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 met a, and we even met like an Amish couple. Yeah, there yeah, was we did. a lot of Amish couples. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, they were really mm-hmm. nice. Yeah. She had a. I helped her use the washing machine. She had never used one. She had never used one. So I thought, this is so sweet. There was, in in the midst of all that tragedy, I guess you could call it, there was a lot of the instances of hope and and upbringing and stuff like that. Uh, Like I say, we met Ricky and his wife Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, built a long-lasting friendship with them. Jetta Weddington. You remember, I'm a huge uh, wrestling fan, WWE. Okay. Uh, I have been my whole life. <laughs> okay. Uh, Jetta and her husband, who is a fireman in Lexington, a uh, hero, pretty much, yes. you might as well say. Uh, uh, Jetta, too, she helped save my children. Took me and my wife, just to get our minds off things, to, uh, was it the KFC Yum Center? To watch wrestling it in was, Louisville yeah, or Frankfurt, wherever the Yum Center is, paid for our tickets, mm-hmm. brought us up there. Just how the goodness of their heart. Yeah. And then Amy Gad, she's a local girl. Yeah. I went to high school with her. She's a nurse up there. And she works in the NICU, and she helped with our boys. Tell them about the, the marriage that you set up. <laughs> she introduced a couple up there. Oh, yeah. Nice. yeah. They're married right to this day. I worked with this guy at the prison, <clears throat> and... Uh, when he first hired in, I trained him and everything. Super good guy. And so one night, he's he's really big into... Um, Star Wars. Star Wars. Star yeah. Wars. I'm not a big Star Wars first. fan. Is it Star Wars or Star Trek? No, Star Probably Wars. Both. Star Wars. Yeah, which one's this? Live long and I prosper. I think that's Star Trek. <laughs> that's Star, Star Trek. Trek. Okay. I, I can't even do that. Chelsea doesn't get out much. <laughs> yeah. I like her. <laughs> so we were sitting there in the NICU, and me and the nurse was talking, and she was talking about... She was telling me the story about this guy that she went on a date with, and oh, he was kind of... fans, too. Yes. It's Harry Potter. That's what it, it was. It was Harry Potter, wasn't it? Okay. And how he was a creeper, and uh, he kind of creeped around her house and stuff. And she was a literal would, creeper. Yeah. And she would talk to me about Harry Potter. She was so big into Harry Potter. And I thought, and the more I talked to her, the more I thought of him. And so a couple days later, and I was like, you know, there's this guy that I know really well, and I think that you guys would just hit it off. I really do. So I introduced them, and they hit it off, and they got married and had a child, and I think wow. they adopted one they or adopted two cents. A couple, Look at that. Yeah. Pretty sure she still works at the hospital. But they live there in... I think they live at... He works at the FMC in Lake. He does. I'm mm-hmm. thinking they live... They did live, I think, in Richmond for a little bit, but now yeah. I think they live in Yeah, Lake he transferred from yeah. the prison that we currently work at <laughs> up there to be close so she wouldn't have to commute back and forth to UK. Mm-hmm. That's so wow. cool. The yeah. ripples. That is cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. And yeah. Penny was a great nurse. We loved Penny. Well, Penny Olivero, Olivero, I think uh-huh. is how you say her last name. Super, super nice lady. Mm-hmm. We was about to get out of the, the hospital and uh, she gave me a rosary. Yeah. So I still have it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, and they're incredible. The level of care that they have at Kentucky Children's Hospital mm-hmm. is so. I mean, I felt <clears throat> I feel proud to be a part of what they're doing. And I mean, it is the people. You look at the yeah. nurses, the social workers, the doctors, mm-hmm. even their administration. Scotty Day, he cares so much for Kentuckians, and he mm-hmm. sees. And Hannah and I talk a lot about you know some of our personal person. Mm-hmm. Again, I talk very openly about my faith, but yeah. this by no yeah, means yeah. Is, is something that, you know, is coming from just RMHC. But yeah. personally, the eyes, to give us the eyes to see people yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. as they really are. Because if you don't see how they really are, how can you really help or see what they oh, need? Yeah. Yes. And Scotty Day has that for Kentuckians. I mean, he sees the the real unique problems for a yeah. lot of our families yeah. in uh, Appalachia and mm-hmm. other, mm-hmm. you know, areas of our, of our city, of our state that's been... Kind of impacted in a bigger way than other areas. So we don't want to say mm-hmm. we're victims, right? But we know that there have been things that have happened right. to areas of our state that have put us in a position to where we are, have sicker kids, mm-hmm. yeah, right? Yeah. And so what can we do? How can we tailor ourselves <clears throat> and meet people where they are, Yeah, right? And, and help that problem. And a lot of that is access. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, when we had the floods last August, yes. 
Perry County. Um, you know, we went up there because we run a care mobile out of uh, Hazard in Perry County mm-hmm. in partnership with UK up there. So they go in and they do preventive dental care for children um, in you know preschool up through I think middle school mm-hmm. at this time mm-hmm. and we said okay well you know there are people here that are stuck in the haulers who they can't get their insulin and they've oh, been wow. without power yeah. for yeah. two days now and you know they're sitting here in floodwaters mm-hmm. with you know most of them have, they've got some sort of wound etc yeah, yeah. so they had you know they had doctors out there in canoes mm-hmm. taking people their insulin and giving them tetanus mm-hmm. shots and that is what i'm talking about the unique way to say yes. okay how do we meet people where they are yeah. Yeah. nice yeah, and that's what I love about Kentucky Children's Hospital and their vision for the mm-hmm. future of, of healthcare in Kentucky, the access and bringing it to the communities where there is, you know, medical or dental deserts. They'll say, mm-hmm. yeah, a lack of you know healthcare professionals, yeah. and, and how do we change that and change that story for our children right. and their and our children's children? Yes. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, something that I think is so powerful about working here. So I studied, I went to seminary, so I have a degree in. It's intercultural studies, but it's basically missions focused. Mm-hmm. So okay. we talked a lot about missions, and um, and I worked for a missions organization before this. So I was in that realm, and same with Chelsea. A lot of my faith is driven into what I do, and and seeing what Ronald McDonald House does, and after learning it from a very academic standpoint of like mm-hmm. what it means to care for people, what it means to meet people where they're at, I got there and I was like, oh, this is this is what it is because yeah. like, you see a lot of these organizations that are very like theory based, not that there's nothing wrong with that but it's more of just like oh we're gonna go out and have this idea of how we're gonna change things and the thing about the ronald mcdonald house is it does it it's the hands and feet of jesus it's doing the work of it and it's yeah. providing the the basic needs to to meet people where they're at truly and that's what even these stories of like the different families and communities that are at our house and that we get to like connect with i think is so beautiful and a picture of the fullness of like humanity together because it is like we have families like even Amish families you know like we meet these people that are from all over and the contextualization of that I think has been so beautiful and getting to see like them at their lowest moments and serve them in that Mm -hmm. and not expect truly not expect anything out of them even to communicate like we you know we start conversations with families a lot but a, a lot of times the expectation of you don't need to sit here and talk to us you don't need to get to know us it's okay like yeah. you can just let in we our office is like in the back of the house and so a lot of times families well, i'm sorry my kids are being louder i'm sorry you know like she's crawling all over the place like no please this is your home like yeah. Right. Yeah, we yeah. love to be in this space and watch you be fully relaxed here yeah. and really it's so true. beautiful to see it yeah it really is true uh that's something that I picked up on. They, the people, everybody that, that we come in contact with that was affiliated with the Ronald McDonald mm-hmm. House was there solely to serve yeah. and comfort and console. And uh, when you, I mean, you, you, people may think that when you're going to the Ronald McDonald House to stay there, it's going to be like a hotel. Yeah, it's not. Right. No. It's a home. Yeah. It Full is family. like a it home. Is. The beds are very comfortable. <laughs> They're not like in a hotel. <laughs> <laughs> the, the pillows are big and yeah. fluffy That's and right. stuff. It's, it's really nice. From It's 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 a home. It it's really is home. a home. Yeah. It's not a hotel. It's not a motel. You yeah. know, uh, it's like as comforting as can be mm-hmm. in a, in a situation such as whatever you're in currently, uh, having to st- ha- having to uh, stay at the wrong McDonald house, but mm-hmm. it's it's. It's, and I we also know, celebrate a lot. We, we, we're talking about that on the way here because we're talking about social media and the way that we approach social media. A lot of our social media and stuff is very uplifting. Even our colors are just bright. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know, we love to celebrate. And I was saying like, oh, that feels <clears> sometimes <throat> like you're, you know, robbing of what families are walking through. But a big part of our jobs is also celebrating with families like yes. yeah. as they leave and we yeah. we throw confetti and we take photos. There's one today. And it's just so fun to watch, walk with people in that full, and like you were saying, that roller coaster. And there's times when they come back to the house and they're celebrating. And our house ranger, I love watching them just get so, they're into the stories. Mm -hmm. And they love, they celebrate in the high days and they really feel on the low days. And 
getting yeah. to do that full cycle. It's not all the hard days, but we get to celebrate when families leave. Like it, as much as they love staying with us, we yeah. they love going home even more. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and we love oh, yeah. we love celebrating them. Ready? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. I loved yeah. everyone. Absolutely. I was yeah. Family yeah. said that last night. I was like, Oh, when are you going home? They're like, Tomorrow. We're so excited. We love you all, but we're so excited. Oh, yeah. And I was so thankful. Is. Yeah. So thankful for the interaction because when he went back to work, it was just me there. Yes. Yeah. And. I was so thankful really for the staff's interaction and the family and yeah. how everyone was so nice and helpful. I was really yeah. thankful. I was kind of lost. I was. I'm yeah. not going to lie. Yeah. I, I was lost. It was a really hard Thanksgiving that year. I remember uh, I came home, I came to the house or mom and dad's house or my mm-hmm. sister's house for Thanksgiving and my family is in the hospital. Mm-hmm. That was real hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, luckily, those in good hands, you know, stuff. But uh, you want to be with your family. Yeah. Uh, I remember. What was I going to say? I just, it just left me. Thanks. I about started crying. And tried Potatoes. To, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm hungry. <laughs> uh, completely just left me. I started oh, to tear up. Fight back the tears. Yeah, yeah. I started to tear up, and I was like, "Don't do it again." I will tell you. I want to shout out Jackson because Jackson Energy is a huge oh, yeah. supporter of Ronald yes. McDonald. Yeah, now. you told me yeah. that on our first first phone conversation. They're amazing, yes. and they just raised money from their employees to buy new sheets and pillowcases for every wow. bed in our house. Wow. New thank towels. You. Thank you, Jackson Energy. Yes. yes. Thank you, Jackson Energy. Because mm-hmm. you think about that, I mean, gosh, it's a big expense. Those are, it is a big mm-hmm. expense. Yeah. You're serving 500 people who it may not seem like a lot, but to yeah. be able to go back to your room, like you're saying, yeah. after that day, mm-hmm. and to be able to be in a fresh, like clean bed, yes. it makes a difference. It's it those does. little things mm-hmm. that you all remember. Oh, yeah. You know, that it's, yeah. it's, it's not all, only just uh, comfortable, it's clean, super yes. clean. People there that's that are staying there, they pitch in to clean. I think they have assignments. You have, yeah. they assign yeah. you an area of the home to, mm-hmm. to clean. Yes. And you are so uh, thankful and willing to do yeah. that. Yeah, it's it's you amazing. want to. You I was actually that's I was just on back. a tour. Yeah, and that's why our um, Jillian was saying I don't remember her official title. Volunteer director of programs. Yeah, she and was. Operations. Yeah, she. So she does all the tours, and I love. I just go on tours with her sometimes because I just love <laughs> listening to her talk about the house. But she was talking about the tour chart, and she was saying honestly, we didn't want to do that because we have volunteers that do a lot of this. Yeah. But she said so many families were like, I have this need to to give you something right. like I'm sitting oh, yeah. here, please let me do something. Right. And it, yeah. it gives and too, it can be really therapeutic to clean. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. yeah. And it's I like, I can clean this. Sweeping the kitchen. From yeah. Yeah. Maybe bring back some type of normalcy to your life. Yeah. You right. Know, yeah. Exactly. Like yeah. And even not having, we don't have people that go in like a hotel to go clean the rooms every day. Like we'll, we flip them when the family leaves, but we were also talking about that because too, it can be. Oh, yeah. Yes. And they were so, I still have those two blankets. <laughs> so this day I still have them. And I love, then, but I remember because I get cold easily, and I remember uh-huh. putting those on my bed at night because mm-hmm. <laughs> I would get cold. Yeah. But I still have those; those were great too. Yeah, yeah. and we have yes. people who, you know, we have some. I won't, I shouldn't characterize it, but we have a lot of little older ladies who mm-hmm. love to just crochet, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and they say, they you know, do. I don't feel like I am as useful as I once was, yeah. and that's hard. Right? Oh, yeah. Yes. Um, and so we say, well, we've got something for everyone. Yeah, if you want to work, we can That's work. So awesome. We'll give you a job. And they do. Yeah. They they make little homemade booties and bonnets and blankets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of people who are involved in that way and then send them to the house or drop them off. Yeah. yeah. So that's cool. Just mm-hmm. as a way to, to show everyone that everyone truly can give mm-hmm. back. And and we encourage children to come and cook with our yeah. groups that come and um, cook at night. You know, a lot mm-hmm. of nonprofits will have, and for, for good reason, but, you know, 14 and older are the, are the ages that are allowed to come. But Yeah, I think we saw some younger maybe teenagers yeah. in there cooking sometimes. Yeah, mm-hmm. they yeah. do, and they come with their parents. And we mm-hmm. had our, um, our board president a couple years ago. He actually started coming with his dad when he was two years old. And wow. he now brings yeah. his two sons, and they just had a third, and they come to the house mm-hmm. and cook. So then you start seeing how philanthropy becomes yeah. a part of a generation. Yeah. And so then we're raising up our children, not telling them that they should serve people 
but yeah. they get to see yeah. you right. exactly. yeah. serving yeah. people yeah. and your boys mm-hmm. will get to see how you all talk about paying it forward yes. gratitude Absolutely. and that mm-hmm. becomes imprinted in them and then that's how they raise their children exactly. yeah. so we build a beautiful, it's a beautiful generation. generation it's just yeah. a beautiful circle yeah. really I mean yeah. you know I, I, there's people in, in, in I feel like in what you all do that are born to do that their whole mm-hmm. life just like you said you felt that it was a calling yes, yes. you know and there is there's a healing effect in in helping mm-hmm. people and stuff like that yeah. so mm-hmm. you know just like me with this podcast when i get on here uh it's it's a healing it has a healing effect for me because mm-hmm. i i have anxiety and ptsd and stuff like that so uh this calms me down yeah. you yeah. know and stuff so for people that get into this type of work yeah. that you all do it's a, a healing fate for you all mm-hmm. to to give back and to see where your efforts go and just how, what kind of an effect that it has on people mm-hmm. yeah that's that's great stuff thank you and i i want to say i respect so much what you all do as well because it's thank a you. hard job and you talk about having anxiety and ptsd and i think about you know, you go and do these jobs that are, are dangerous and you have to deal with a mm. lot of things that people have no idea yeah. about, yeah. you know, every single day. And yeah. you've done that for so many years. And it means so much to people like myself and I'm sure to mm-hmm. people like Hannah that yeah. we have people like you all who are yeah. sacrificing of your own time, your own families to serve people in this way. I mean, it means a lot to, to I me. I appreciate that. And I appreciate you. you all. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Uh, I want to bring this up uh, with Hannah here a second. You've got a podcast that you, you started, <laughs> yes. right? I'm going to plug your podcast yeah. now. Uh, yes. how, how long have you been at it now? So I just started it this summer. Okay. So I ended seminary, and seminary was my fun, like, passion project is what I always said. It was just for fun, really. Yeah. And so I finished. I was like, okay, what am I going to do next? So I started the podcast. I started. We started recording. I have a friend that's doing it with me. And we started recording in May, end of May. And so we just released our trailer, but we haven't uh-huh. started releasing the episodes. But we've okay. been recording a lot of them. So That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, well, now, what's the name of it so it's people called can find Clothed it? and Strength Podcast, and it's about the unique strength that women have in our faith. So it's a Christian-based oh. podcast, and so oh, yeah, just so what we were talking about. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm gonna look it up. You got a new follower? Yes, great. Yes, I know. I'm really excited. I'd like it's like what you said before we start recording. If one person listens, that's right. I mean, I have no, you know, goals or any idea of what it's going to turn into that's it's the best just, way to go about it, it is mm-hmm. it's just fun like even if i never even release all my friend and i were saying that because we haven't released any of them we're like honestly i feel great like yeah. <laughs> no yeah. one's even listened it's oh, been yeah. so fun and so fulfilling and <laughs> yeah therapy. i'm gonna tell something on myself it's a little bit embarrassing i haven't told even you this Uh-oh. oh i'm gonna uh-huh. use this <laughs> <laughs> i will come down here now this is this is this is how, this is how therapeutic oh, it is for me i will come down here, put the headset on, <laughs> swing the mic in front of my face, <laughs> just start and talking. I'll turn this on and just talk. Yeah, yeah. Not it recorded. Is. I don't. Re- sometimes I do. It's depending on how deep yeah. I'm getting. But uh, sometimes I'll just talk and talk and talk. Yeah. You know, and kind of mm-hmm. just give myself a little little me time yeah. you know yeah. and stuff it's and processing it is everyone it is. processes differently i'll talk about things that uh, i've never talked about with anybody mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and then i'll delete it yeah. <laughs> yeah. well you know yeah i'm a proponent of therapy okay and so yeah. i've been in therapy and that's a he- very healing yeah. thing is yeah. to release it yeah, yeah speak yeah. it you know, speak it and yeah. let it go yeah kind of i like was journaling but you're speaking well it I, is. Jur- I did it is. I, I, yeah i hadn't even thought about that I, I went to a therapist years ago and he wouldn't prescribe me medicine he prescribed me a journal Mm. and he said anytime you get anxious or worked up or mad or whatever Mm -hmm. start writing in that journal and buddy they'd be smoke coming off the pencil (laughs) sometimes you know and i did that for probably 12 years you have a box full of your journals yeah boxes of them 
Yeah. yeah. And uh, it's really interesting and sometimes a little bit scary. Yeah. What you write. Oh, for sure. Back when you were a teenager. I like read some poetry the other day that I tried to write. I was like, oh, God. I don't think I want to read that. Oh, you don't. I interviewed someone. We were talking about spiritual disciplines and like the rhythm of spiritual disciplines. And she was talking about journaling. And I was like, oh, are you going to like keep those for your kids? She's like, oh, no, I type them and get it all out. Out and then just delete the whole thing. I was like, oh. Well, <laughs> I always I think about it like, oh, it's, you know, all your memories. Right. But it is. Yeah. Sometimes it's just getting it out and then deleting it. So no yeah. one, you're it's just getting kind of, it. I think the, the the therapist that I went to said that it's a uh, a controlled explosion. Oh. Is what he called it. I like it's a good that. Wording. Yeah. He said that you're letting those feelings out and getting them out there yeah. into the open. but. It's controlled by the pen and the paper. I love that. And he said, whether you keep it cool. or or rip it to shreds, so yeah. nobody knows your most inner thoughts. He said, at least you got it out got there it out. Yeah. and just let that release go. Yeah. Completing the cycle. We were yeah, talking about that. Yeah. Brene Brown talks about that, like with anxious thoughts. It's like sometimes it just needs to complete yeah, whatever yeah. that means. Just yeah, getting yeah. it done. Yeah. yeah. So you can go on well, to the next. Well, that makes thought. sense what you say because putting. Thoughts on paper is kind of the compl- the completion for me. Yeah. You know, once I have a thought on mm-hmm. paper, it's kind of real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what yep. I'm saying? You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Totally. I don't, I don't know if I'm saying that right correctly, yeah. but no, it it's, it's kind of so. it's kind of coming to fruition type yeah. of type of situation. Totally. Yeah. 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 And then I'll I'll keep it. Some most things I've I've probably thrown away most of the thoughts, mm-hmm. uh, but. Uh, I kind of don't need them any, anymore yeah. after that. Yeah, they're done. You know, it's kind of, I'm done with that. Yeah. It's gone. I love that. So. I remember you showing me the, the journal you wrote where he met me. He wrote in oh, his journal about it. that's sweet. Yeah. See, that's the kind of stuff that you're like, you yeah. need to keep that. I think I did keep that one. That was a good memory. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you can keep the good one. <laughs> you give that, you know, to your boy someday. Yeah. I love the idea of, like, kids learning that their parents are people before they yeah. were parents. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Early well, me and her have got a long history. We grew up together. Oh, We wow. were, like, oh, legit childhood sweethearts. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Uh, How long have you all been two, dating? Two-year-old. We, well, we, uh, when we was babies. Yeah, I mean, my you were dating when you were babies. Well, I mean, <laughs> no. playdates, I guess. You know, it was still each other pacifiers. Maybe my dad worked with his dad even before I was born. So oh my yeah, God. her dad worked yeah. for my. But we dad. dated when we were sixteen. Oh. Sixteen. Yeah. Wow. He well, had some wild friends, so I broke up with him. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Big mistake. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, I think it was my, yeah, maybe yeah. nine, ten, somewhere. My mom His parents and dad used to take us to the movies when we were wow. nine or ten years. Yeah. That is precious. She bought me a little Cute gift. She bought me. He a, still has it. Oh the other day, I've still got the cup and the little race car. The little race car. Me. When yeah. did you get back together? So you broke up when you were sixteen. I was yeah. third. Well, let's I see. Was, we got married in two thousand eleven. How long have we been married? So. Don't kill me. Come on now. Come on. <laughs> years okay, yeah, that's right. So that's I was I was thirty one when we got back together. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it was a big break. It wasn't just yeah. yeah. Oh, it took. Yeah. Uh, I can't help how yeah. long it took her to come around. <laughs> For you to get rid of your friends. <laughs> yeah. He always yeah. talks all kinds of craziness. Yeah. But she finally, so saw, she finally saw. Yeah, it. yeah. He came back around. <laughs> I love it. Now that is a rooted history. That I is. love it. Yeah, yeah. This is great. Wow, that's cool. strong foundation. Yes. Yeah. Well, her dad hated every other boyfriend she had. Yes. But he always liked me. Oh. Boys were not allowed to call my house until I was a freshman in high school. Except for Danny. He was an exception. (laughs) He could call my house. (laughs) Now, did you all feel, I think, do you think that that helped, that foundation helped you all as parents going through something like what you did Mm -hmm. with your boys? I think so, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I really do think so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that knowing each other um, for so long and, Mm yeah. Well, I knew she was a good woman. She knew I was a good man. We both uh, grew up in church. We both knew that we had a strong uh, faith Mm -hmm. and everything. So we was pretty, uh, uh, what's the word, Uh, pretty 
satisfied and knowing each other was going to yeah. be a good, good, yeah. Uh, yeah. good partner. Yeah. yeah. They, you know, going through crisis like that as a, with your first child, I think it would be either make you unshakably <coughs> yeah. strong. Yeah. It can, it can. Oh, she's really a very hard. strong woman. Yeah. I can tell. <laughs> she's a very strong woman. I, and you got, I don't, you got to be on Hannah's podcast. Yeah, that's right. That's <laughs> right. Like, okay. like, yes. That's strong good. women. Yes. She, strong she really women. is. you down. She really is. Uh, I'm very impressed and you scared. Have to be. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's how a husband should be. Impressed and a little scared. Yeah. A little scared. <laughs> Just something that. Oh, man. No, she's good. Though. She's a good woman. Yeah, that's cool. Oh, I have thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed this. Mm-hmm. This has meant a lot to me. Mm-hmm. But before to you both go, of us. I do want to thank you guys for what you do. Mm-hmm. And I, again, I'm so thankful for the Ronald Donald House, houses, all of them. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I'm thankful for the staff and the families, if there's any families that's listening that remembers us mm. and the good Lord. Because if it wasn't for him and you all pulling me through, I, yeah. I don't know what I would have done. I would have been even more lost than I was. But thank yeah. you, guys. We received yeah. that. Yes. Thank <laughs> you so much on behalf of the people who were there and came yeah. before. Yeah. 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 And and this is a great way to you're paying it forward right now. We're talking about that's this. right. You know, we it, yeah. it meant so much to us. You said it meant so much to you, but to get that and to be invited here to yeah. be able to share a conversation with you all and learn about mm-hmm. your story and be able to talk about the Ronald mm-hmm. McDonald House is a huge gift to us. Oh, absolutely. Um, and we thank yes. you all for uh, this. I really appreciate y'all accepting the invitation. When I uh, did I did I, I told you that I was going <laughs> to try to get up with somebody yeah. and I messaged. Uh, somebody don't know who mm-hmm. it was on the uh, Facebook page, and I was just like, hey, you know, I'm gonna go for it, you mm-hmm. know, see what happens. Yeah. And uh, lo and behold, they put me in touch with you, uh-huh. and next thing I know, you're here. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I didn't think it would happen. You know, <laughs> here we are. <laughs> if you ask, we will. Be yeah. Here. <laughs> so I'm very, very honored to have y'all here. Yeah. Really yeah, appreciate absolutely. both of you. Yeah, because it's so much more than raising dollars. Our job to every dollar is for advocacy that's our end goal yeah, and, yeah. and our development team you know and for someone to hear even in, to listen to this and to know that this is an option for if they are ever in this situation or family or friend that's mm-hmm. our goal yeah. more mm-hmm. than raising money or more than you know getting people yeah. involved it's it's so that more families know that we are there and that you know they're there in Cincinnati they're there yeah. in Louisville they're there all across and so I think that's the biggest impact <clears throat> of getting to speak and share about it is that yeah. people just know well even us uh, mm-hmm. uh, we were guilty of not knowing exactly what it was yeah. what it entailed yeah. and what was offered you know we knew about the the, the coin dispensary and the <laughs> drive throughs at McDonald's and we knew that they went somewhere but you know yeah. we were just ignorant we to the just, fact of all that was available to yeah, us. Yeah, all that it entailed. Yeah, so until that lady in the at UK hospital told us about it, I'm like, great. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's Sign awesome. us up. We yeah. didn't know. Yeah. You know, <laughs> but uh, uh, that's one of the reasons why I wanted wanted to get somebody on here, and I'm very thankful for y'all to come. Yeah. Yeah. Really Thank appreciate you. it. Thank y'all. And, and now there, don't forget to ask McDonald's to round that up. Can I round that up to RMHC? Oh, that's all you yeah, got to say. Absolutely. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, absolutely, everybody listen. Don't forget, next time you go through McDonald's parking lot, mm-hmm. you know, donate because 100% of it does go to the yeah. Ronald McDonald mm-hmm. House Charities. Yes. And it's me and my wife and my our two boys up there is living proof that mm-hmm. it really does make yes. a huge impact on families. Mm-hmm. It does. So, yeah, absolutely. And that's an important point that you said because I know there are – McDonald's can get a bad rap on some things, but all of those donations come to the house. So they're not getting a write-off for other people making the donation. It doesn't even go on their books as a donation. It comes directly to the house. So it's a great way to pay it forward, to round up maybe the change that you would think is obsolete. Right. Um, Yeah, that's amazing. And a penny of every Happy Meal and their Shamrock Shake. So they do a lot of promotional for us. So the Shamrock Shake is all donated. A certain amount. A certain amount, yeah. yeah. But it's huh. a it's the biggest item that's donated to us. Yeah. And then yeah, wow. a penny for every happy meal. So that's something that you don't know, I mean it's passive. Yeah. And yeah. so it's it's cool to know every happy meal you've 
contributed. I did not know that. Yeah, that's why I go five times a week. Not that's right. right. That's right. That's right. Oh, yeah. It's for the kids. For the kids. Uh, for them babies. <laughs> it's, it's a good thing we don't have a local McDonald's. You would be eating a lot of McDonald's. Where's the closest one? It's uh, 30 minutes from here. Uh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, Bria and London's kind of the same distance yeah, now that they have the new 30, but yeah, yeah 30 minutes. <laughs> and double quarter pounders off well, of it. So <laughs> <laughs> well, ladies, if, is, is there anything else you'd like to speak on or talk about before we, uh, before we end this old episode? If you would like to learn more about the Ronald mm-hmm. McDonald House in Lexington, you can find us at rmhclexington.org. And we have all the information and probably even more than you thought you'd want to know on our website. Um, it's but we newly bu- renovated. Yeah, newly renovated is. website. Yeah, so. it's just redesigned. And mm-hmm. there's so many ways, like we said, to get involved, yeah. even from collecting pop tabs yes, uh, to rounding yeah. up your change to mm-hmm. having hosting us on podcasts um, yeah. to making a donation. There are really ways to get involved mm-hmm. that make a big difference for families. And we thank you all so much. Yeah. It's a pleasure thank to get you. to serve families like yours. Oh, thank you. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you very much. We appreciate you guys so much. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. And uh, also, follow these guys on the, on their Facebook page, too. I'm sure yeah. there's a, a plethora of information on there about the Ronald McDonald House charity. So be, able, be sure to do that. And uh, we thank everybody for listening. Thank you, ladies. Thank you. <laughs>